Genre. This is a Pele Media podcast. Welcome to Theme Park This, the only podcast that dares ask the question, can Halloween Horror Nights 2020 be a Theme Park This exclusive? My name is Scott Corelli, and with me, of course, I have Kyle Crane. Hello, and Boo. <laughs> and Brian Green. Uh, hi, Oogity Boogity. Uh, Oogity Boogity, <laughs> indeed. And uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, guest Josh Gunderson. Uh, hello, and pizza fries, I guess. Pizza fries, <laughs> Yes pizza fries uh the, the the one universal food that i've heard people talk about <laughs> <laughs> okay no the giant beer uh, the, or the giant donut in the butter beer come on there's lots of stuff. Not, see i don't even i don't even count those because those are like not univ- i don't know i i think of them more like like the way that i think of galaxy's edge food is galaxy's edge and uh-huh. not disney okay if that makes sense that's yeah weird, but okay yeah i don't think of it as disney i think of it as galaxy's edge yeah i don't know um, but, uh, in any event, um, yeah, so today we are talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, this year there is no Halloween Horror Nights. There is a couple of houses, but I don't think that they, I think they're trying to, uh, not call it Halloween Horror Nights because this was supposed to be Halloween Horror Nights 30. And I think that they, I, I assume Universal still wants to be able to use that, uh, as uh, as as the uh, framing for next year, because thirty years of of this event is a big deal, um, even if they are cheating a little in the way that they count the numbers. Yeah, but they'll be able to sell those Halloween Horror Nights triple X shirts next year, so we'll get something <laughs> yes. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know, Halloween Horror Nights triple X is sort of the epitome of like the branding model for Halloween Horror <laughs> That's Nights. That's where this is going, right? Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. The end game um, for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious. I want to I wanna ch- take the temperature of the room and see how everybody thinks about uh, Halloween Horror Nights and um, what Universal does with this every year. Uh, I think that it's based on the, the historical records that I found, it seems that Florida is vastly superior in just about every way to Hollywood. Um, I think there's been a few houses in the Hollywood one that were exclusive to Hollywood that Orlando never got. Um, we've talked on a previous episode about the, the Buffy and Angel house that was exclusive to Hollywood that Orlando never got, um, which, you know, is kind of cool. But in general, I think everything that I've ever seen all of the walkthroughs that I've watched every time that there's a house on both coasts, the house in Hollywood is uh, garbage in comparison. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm just really curious about uh, what everybody thinks about Halloween Horror Nights in general. Let's start with our guest, Josh. I, I mean, I'm, I'm here today because I love it. I'm a huge fan. I, I've had the opportunity to, to experience it on both coasts one year. And I will say that, Orlando definitely does it better, but I think it's just, it's just so much fun. It's fun being in a theme park that late at night. It's, it's fun having sort of a more adult 
event to attend and kind of experience the parks in a way that you don't get to see them normally, uh, especially like when you're walking through the queues in both Hollywood and Orlando, you get a sort of behind the scenes look as the queues extend out into those backstage areas that, you know, Disney would never let you see, but Universal's like, yeah, there they are. So I think it's just, and it's just so much fun. I, it's the time of year that I tell everyone like my serotonin is finally flowing. I think I've got two molecules going at any given point in time during the fall. So it's, it's the best. Anyone that says otherwise, I will backhand. <laughs> uh, well, Kyle, do you say otherwise? A little bit, but I have some similar feelings. I mean, like theme parks and Halloween are kind of the convergence of two pillars that are my entire personality or the things that together to form my personality. And uh, just, I, I, you know, Halloween is a spectrum. Okay. You get your spooky stuff here on one side, which is like Mickey's not so scary. And I think on the other end, you've got like maybe those, uh, those haunted houses like blackout, like the extreme mm-hmm. things where they put a trash bag on your head and drag you behind a truck or whatever, which <laughs> no, thank you. So Halloween Horror Nights is kind of like just a little bit, I think like on the right of center to that whole thing. And mm-hmm. um, I've only been one time and I don't know that I would go again. I, I think a lot of the advertising, I think we'll get into this with like the icons and stuff like that later. It does a disservice to what you experience when you go there because it, it I feel like they kind of pass it off as this, um, there's a bit of malice or avarice in their advertising for the whole thing where it's kind of like, come to Halloween Horror Nights, we're literally going to kill you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> it's kind of like, I, I, I want to be spooked. I want to be scared. I, I don't want to have a clown disembowel me. You know, that's kind of like where I draw the line on the whole thing. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, any chance I get to go to a theme park during your Halloween celebration, I, I've been to the one at uh, Cedar Point and uh, Bush Gardens and uh, you know, Mickey's not so scary, even though it's not scary. It's just a silly thing. I just like being there with the spooked up stuff and all the Halloween atmosphere and everything. So um, I, I don't know that I think one of the reasons I wouldn't probably wouldn't go to Halloween Hard Nights again is the the ticket price. And I imagine, mm-hmm. Josh, you might you probably have like an annual pass for that kind of stuff and go over and over again. OK, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I just did one time and did like two houses. And then I was like, OK, you know, I paid a lot to do this. And, um, you know. Had a good time. I'm not really sure if I would go again, but uh, either way, I'm excited to talk about this topic here tonight because I think there's a lot of creativity we could put into it. So that's, that's my sure. thoughts on it. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Brian? Well, this is the awkward thing because I thought we were talking about Six Flags Fright Fest, and uh, you know, <laughs> I- I'm completely unprepared. No, uh, <laughs> I have never never been to uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, it's uh, yeah, living in the middle of the country, just it's never something that I've been able to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I like haunted houses. I don't find myself at them very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually just hear my middle school students just like talk about, "Oh my god, if you if you get if you get through the whole thing, you'll you'll get your money back." I'm like, "No, that, not not really. That's an urban legend that yeah, every haunted house has." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and but uh, yeah, I really like haunted houses. I've always been intrigued by Halloween horror nights. I was real tempted uh, when they did Stranger Things because I'm a huge Stranger Things fan, mm-hmm. and by all accounts, that looked really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the idea of haunts, uh, but it's never something that I actively seek out. If I lived in Florida or California, I think I would definitely be all on board for these, especially the pizza fries. Uh, mm-hmm. but beyond that, it's not something I'm going to, you know, make a trip, go out of my way to, to go find. Sure. Yeah. For me, I, there's something about the heavy metal aesthetic 
that they that Universal puts into everything in Halloween Horror Nights of just like, yeah, Metal Man. Like, I just I'm not into it. I'm like, I don't know why those two things started to be associated so much of like horror and and heavy metal. I mean, I guess there's the Venn diagram. There's a lot in the center there. But but in in general, like, that's not my vibe as far as the horror that I like. And it's weird to have like. In my opinion, it's weird to have a Ghostbusters house in like a a in an event that um, uh, is sort of designed aesthetically to fit in a Rob Zombie album um, or an Insane Clown Posse album or I don't know something like that. And so it it always feels off to me. Um, and and then you know there's the icons which are. I, I watched this show, um, or I watched, I should say, because it is uh, past tense now. But I, I, I watched this show. It's like one of the only reality competition shows other than Great British Bake Off that I would watch was this show called Face Off, um, which had a, uh, a Halloween horror uh, night house at one point. Um, but I used to watch this show, and it's like a, a makeup uh, makeup artist uh, uh, competition show for like, uh, you know, like uh, ghoulish makeup, you know, movie makeup. And, um, uh, one of the things that I would find as I would go in the show is just like, I don't understand aesthetically what all of these people are into, but it seems like they're all into, uh, again, this weird, like kind of like heavy metal, not really goth, like aesthetic, like it's not goth. It's just this like blood and gore and like, I don't know, like, I, like Slayer and, and stuff. And it just, there's something about that aesthetic that I just do not find uh, pleasing at all. And that's kind of all that this is and everything that they do at uh, Halloween Horror Nights and, and with the icons. And I think that I think that it has been going about the same thing for so long uh, that I think it would be really exciting if they gave it to somebody new. Um, it really just seems like the the person who's taken it over every time over the course of the of the of the show uh uh the thirty years it seems like it's just been the baton has been taken up by the assistant to the guy who previously ran it, and so it's just the same aesthetic for thirty years <laughs> um and i I think it would be really worthwhile for Universal to think about the next time that 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 the leadership of Halloween Horror Nights changes hands that they don't try and um, maybe hand it to somebody brand new and and really rethink all of this um, and what it could mean. And I think I think uh, starting that with the uh, year thirty one would be a really uh, cool way of doing that. But you know, I don't know. I don't think that they're ever going to change. I think it's going to be a Rob Zombie album forever. Well, I mean, they make money hand over fist at the thing, so they right. probably are kind of like it's worked well for thirty years. So why would we change it right now? And you know, I think right. they, when I ever said they do themselves a bit of a disservice, they do houses that are kind of like more like uh, gothic horror, like more um, you know, not metal and blood and guts in your face the whole time. It's just I wish they would kind of lead with that in the advertising, kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, we've got your you know your resident, uh, you know, resident. What's that show? The Walking Dead over here with disembodied corpses, but we also have the spooky ghost La Llorona thing over here. You know, right, right. Um, but you don't know that really until you get in the parking experience of houses. So right, right, yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that whole metal vibe that I'm talking about, Josh? I, I mean, I maybe because I'm I'm on the inside of it and I see it, and I, I, I do get that because like last year, especially we we went 
full on metal and had a Rob Zombie scare zone and then a Rob Zombie mm-hmm. house, which I'm not a Rob Zombie fan. I, I saw House of a Thousand Corpses because why wouldn't you? Sure. And I it wasn't my jam. But I think once you get you get into it and you're experiencing it, you're not really seeing as much of that heavy metal. I don't pay too much attention to the advertising. I pay, pay attention to the announcements and the rumors, but I know my money is going to Halloween Horror Nights. So, mm-hmm. But I think this year would have proved to be different because the uh, creative director behind Halloween Horror Nights for the last few years actually was supposed to move on to the Epic Universe project. And mm-hmm. this year we had a new creative director. And even with the two houses that we have seen with uh, Tooth Fairy and Bride of Frankenstein, I thought Tooth Fairy going through that was uh, something that I had not experienced before in terms of an aesthetic, in terms of visuals in that house was something brand new. And even when they, you know, they added in the safeguards for COVID, it still brought something to the table that I think was very different and unique and being and having gone through houses enough and being through haunts enough, you can spot where jump scares are going to happen and all the boot mm-hmm. holes are. And looking at what were missed opportunities because of having to restructure things for COVID and seeing what it looked like, I think this year we would have gotten to experience something new and different with the event. But in terms of all of it, I I'm still going to love it no matter what. Sure. And you know the, the loud bits are the loud bits, and it's. I think the the diehard people that have been going for it, going to it for a very long time, are like, "Yep, this is this is what I'm here for. This is my aesthetic." And if you're new mm-hmm. to it, it, it takes some time. I had friends who came for the first time a couple years ago because of Stranger Things. A very good friend of mine. She had no interest in the event. She didn't like being scared. She didn't like the aesthetic that was sort of broadcast out about it. Even though she followed like my pictures and stuff on Instagram, she's like, "This isn't my jam." And she came in with me on her first day and I'm like, and I, it was the same thing with my friend Casey. She came for the first time. And I'm like, Oh, come with me, small child. I'm going to show you how this works. <laughs> and I, you get to experience the magic of it. So I think, I think, you know, finding that, that person that can guide you around is a huge help to getting around sort of that preconceived notion of it being that huge metal event. That's just going to be loud. Cause there's yeah. definitely moments of lots of silence and that's just as scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not so much the. It's also. It's it's more like the aesthetic of like I, f- I I feel like I'm walking around like a heavy metal concert or like a festival or something. Um, I think it's just like the the general vibe and like also the majority of people who go seem to like <laughs> fit into that vibe of of uh, you know uh, people who uh, shop at Hot Topic. Uh, <laughs> I shop more, at Hot Topic, sir. More more than they should be, and and uh, much much older than they should be for shopping at Hot Topic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to dispute that at all. And I, we're probably, we're probably venturing into very dangerous territory because I don't get along with a lot of the diehards as it is. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, there's definitely somebody, somebody said it to me recently. Cause we were actually on a quest for the Beetlejuice hoodie that they released this year, which thankfully is hanging right behind me. Nice. Um, but we couldn't find it in a decent size. And my friend was like, I kind of equate this to like a Megacon situation that's the people we're dealing with. I'm like, mm, that's mm. see, you got your diehard people and they are very much that like you'd probably walk it around. I don't even know what a, a metal festival would be called, but mm. you're definitely walking around in that environment. And it, I think if you kind of, you put on the blinders, cause I, I walk through and I ignore everybody because I hate them all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I definitely agree. That's the, it's the, the crowd that is still shopping at hot topic well past mm-hmm. there. They're prime. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I was I was dragged to an Ozfest concert once, and uh, it was it was a lot like going to ho- to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I want to let, let's talk about um, you know for for those of you who are listening to this who might not be as familiar about like how much mythology there actually is in Halloween Horror Nights. Um, <clears throat> there is a considerable amount. Like when I, when I heard that there were diehard fans of Halloween Horror Nights, I just sort of thought, oh, okay, like people who like that aesthetic and, and whatever. I didn't realize what a diehard Halloween Horror Nights fan actually was instead I was in, until I started watching these video essays about the history of Halloween Horror Nights and <clears throat> the icons and the story, like the, the mythology that carries over between years and things. And yeah, you have the, the IP haunts almost every year. You have something to do with an IP, at least, at least one early on. Now it's like uh, probably two thirds of them are IP uh, related uh, uh, haunts, houses, whatever mazes. Um, what's the, what's the technical term that they use? I, it's, everyone's different. Some call them mazes, which I don't get. Cause I'm like, we know our way out. It's fine. I just call them, it's houses. It's how, like, yeah. I, and I'm sure there's a diehard out there like, no, you're stupid. This is what it's called. It's a haunted house. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly, there's actually a term that they call them in Orlando versus a term that they call them in Hollywood. And I don't remember what the two terms are. I think California um, is mazes. Mazes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that, maybe in Orlando, it's it's houses then. Um, well, in any event, uh, there is a grand mythology to the thirty years of this uh, that started with. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The first icon, which was Jack the Clown. Yep. Yeah the the first original icon because I think yeah. maybe the Crypt Keeper was before that. The Crypt Keeper but- and Beetlejuice played a part a couple of years uh but i think yeah. it was really jack the clown that <clears throat> and he was he was my introduction in 25 because he it was jack's back for the 25th anniversary right and i'm not a fan of clowns to begin with so i was like oh this is this is an introduction right um so so you have jack the clown you have the caretaker you have the director the storyteller bloody mary the usher mm-hmm. uh fear <laughs> just <laughs> fear a character called fear uh lady luck and a character called chance which is jack's um, daughter right kind of like uh like a like a harley quinn situation um yeah. a little bit not as romantic but yes <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh well you know who knows anything goes at halloween horror nights um <laughs> <laughs> this so so you have these icons and they are uh they are very prevalent in all the advertising going into it uh all of the the commercials are sort of built out of the the theme that the icon represents and uh all of the all of the all of these icons the year that fear was the icon uh it was like this big reveal that like fear had been controlling all the icons all along and it was like this whole like silly mythology thing um uh and so like all of the icons all the major icons came back that year um and uh and i think they were in like a like a fear house and they were all featured in that fear house um which is interesting i don't know if it's the same uh i think with with jack the clown definitely i don't know about all the other ones if the same actors come back every time 
uh, to play these icons or if they allow them to be played by different actors. I think the actor who plays Jack the Clan Clown does come back every time Jack comes back. Um, he does. There's, I'm not mistaken. there's two of them um, that fully full on stand out to me um, that play Jack. Cause I mean, you obviously have in every theme park setting, you've got your media Jack. So the one that is right. on all of the billboards and in right. all the commercials and all that. And then if they have a show, especially, um, but they do have, um, I believe it was, Oh, I'm forgetting names now. Um, I know Austin has moved on and has been doing uh, a bunch of other things. And I cannot remember the other guy's name to save my life right now. But it's it's they try to bring them back because they are so great in the roles. And but mm-hmm. if I mean, if there's somebody that can take that over, then they're going to do it. But they're very they're very stringent on who's representing their their icons. And I think that's very cool that they try to keep it consistent. Mm hmm. What is uh what what is your opinion on the on the icons? Uh and this this is for everybody. Um like as far as the concept of creating an original character every year that represents that year of of Halloween Horror Nights. Um what do we what do we think about the these icons? Because this was a thing that I wasn't even aware of until I started doing heavy research on this. I guess I just kind of took them for granted. The few times that I've been, I, I, I didn't really think about it. Um, but what, what do you guys think? Brian, what do you think about them? Uh, so when I was watching that uh, uh, the theme park history uh, video about mm-hmm. Halloween Horror Nights, I I found myself really getting into the icons. And yeah. I, that's something that I, especially as, like, when I was in middle school and high school, I was really into this. Like, I was just devouring any terrible horror movie I could. And... I, I think it channeled that part of me that's still deep mm-hmm. inside of me somewhere. And I got myself really invested in these characters. I'm like, oh man, Jack's back. And I'm like, why would I, why do I care that Jack is back <laughs> 10 years ago for Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, so I, I, I like the idea. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting to find a way to tie all the ha- houses together, even if, you know, you're trying to tie all these weird, I- uh, all these different IP along with some original stuff together, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really work all that well. I, mm-hmm. I still like the idea that that's something that they're trying, and mm-hmm. I-, I-, I enjoy it. Even if it's Kyle? not for, even if the characters aren't all that great sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's it's um, it's not really necessary, so I guess I don't pay attention to it. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. the, the selling point of Halloween Horror Nights is the uh, cinematic experience of going through the houses and the yeah. amount of effort that they put into it. I sent yeah. you guys a link before we started the show to my local haunt, which is called the 13th Gate here in Baton Rouge. And every year they change out about half of the houses and they shoot kind of short little interstitials kind of showing the kind of like what you're going to experience. One year they did like the Nautilus uh, from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And it was kind of mm-hmm. like inside of that. And it was like, okay, you're selling me on what I'm going to experience while I'm there. The icon is just kind of like, uh, I guess if it's a car- walk around characters don't really sell me on stuff. So for me, it's not really an additive, but it doesn't really take away from the experience. I, I kind of wish they would lean heavier and kind of like, these are the five houses we got this year. And here's like a 10 second clip of kind of what it looks like. Cause I think that's the, the strong point of it. So. Yeah. Josh. I mean, I've enjoyed him. Cause again, my introduction to Halloween Horror Nights was during 25. So we had, Jack is our main icon, and I they also had a scare zone that was dedicated to all of the past icons, so I really got a chance to meet them and experience them. And then in 26, <clears throat> the following year, Chance was our icon, and I had already been introduced to her through um, the, the show that um, Jack had on the main stage, The Carnage Returns. 
And then we actually have not had an icon the past few years. So 27, 28 and 29, we, we had nothing. And so I actually, I felt a little bit of a loss on that because I've been so used to it, but you kind of recover from that because even the last two years, 28 and 29, our sort of overall theme was just the eighties. Uh, they were pulling in on the the Stranger Things, and so we got a lot of um, eighty theme eighties themed houses in terms of content because that's the year we, of course, had Stranger Things, and then they had uh, Poltergeist, uh, Trick or Treat, which is not eighties but was still a lot of fun. Halloween Four, which had come out in the eighties, so we got to experience that, and then of course the the Vamp eighty five Scare Zone. So you, I missed it, but then immediately it was like, okay, I'm fine because I'm still enjoying all the other things that are going on around me. And like, how did they find a way to theme all of this around just the concept of the year? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I like the the sort of broader concept because you get a sort of overall tone uh, to the to the event which I think is better than, you know, having the icon, but then also having IP that doesn't necessarily match the icon of the year, you know? And so it all just feels sort of like clustered together in a, in a kind of haphazard way um, that where it's like half of it, you're like, Oh, okay. So the non IP stuff, that's the real Halloween horror nights. This other, this other stuff, this IP stuff, this is just built to get people to buy tickets. You know, and these are for the diehard fans and these are for the people who, who wouldn't have come otherwise, you know, um, and, and having that split has always just felt very, um, just very strange to me, given, given a weird, uh, tone. Uh, I also just think in general, the icons are a cool idea. I just wish that they were able to do more from a story standpoint with them, uh, each year. It, it it always just feels like, oh yeah, this is our icon. Get really excited. And then you, you're just sort of, you go and you're like, what am I excited for? Like what, what's happening? <laughs> is it like, it's like, oh, okay. It's just Halloween Horror Nights. All right. I mean, cool. I guess we have like, like they're the host of it, I guess. But I, I kind of just wish there was more of a story, like whether it, that's like, whether there's like a, um, if you're going to have an icon, maybe their their house is sort of like the 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 hub house like the the house that you want to go to to get the whole story of this year's halloween horror nights and you get the full story by going through their house or something um but in general it just feels like they're the host the crypt keeper or what have you um and that's kind of it and it's like it gives you a theme to work off of but I wish there was more to it than that. I think that's my disappointment with them more than anything. But I really like and respect that they are trying to go that hard. I think that's kind of cool that they're like, no, we're going to have these icons and 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 we're going to um, have this mythology and we're going to do our best to build this. You know, I just wish that they were able to do more than they can with it, I guess. Um uh, just for, uh, I, I'm sure, various reasons in terms of like how to sell tickets and all of that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a cool idea. And it is a thing that I think uh, makes Halloween Horror Nights special. Uh, you know, you don't hear Fear Fest having icons. Um, they don't they don't do anything like that. They just have teenagers and makeup. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know not not scary farm doesn't have any icons um so you know from that perspective i think that's that's kind of cool 
Uh, I'm glad. Does Bush Gardens do anything? Do they do ha- ha- haunts? Yeah. They do. Scream. They Hollow Scream. Hollow Scream. Okay. SeaWorld does Hollow Scream as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, no icons there either, I don't think. I think um, um, Bush Gardens has a guy, pumpkin-headed guy named Jack also that has been oh. back before. So Jack has been back in multiple locations. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. SeaWorld San Antonio used the same characters. He's the same guy. There you go. Yeah. So. Okay. Well. Clown guy and a pumpkin guy. Yeah, I feel uh, like I feel like they've attempted it. The year I went to Hallow Scream, I'm trying to remember. I feel like they had an overall theme, maybe not so much an icon, but I think they're. Uh, I want to say they're they're probably pushing fear as their <laughs> as their icon. <laughs> that seems to be the thing to do, apparently. Man. Um, okay, so so I I think that uh, you know in terms of like what 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 what. You've been to a lot of these, Josh. So what was your favorite house that you've been involved in? Oh, that's that's tough. That's like asking someone to pick their favorite kid. <laughs> I I mean, I think it 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 varies by year because there's there's some houses that I walk through and I'm just blown away every year. Um I think one of if like if we want to talk in terms of anything that actually got me, because I'm very difficult to scare. Mm. Um, in 25, the anniversary house, which hosted all of the icons. And then Jack mm-hmm. was of course the major one in it. It had some really great moments in it. I, cause when I walk through, I'm a very visual person. So I'm paying more attention to the environment that I'm in. And if it's an original house, I'm looking at the story. So like I said, tooth fairy this year has a beautiful story. It's a beautifully done maze there's and what's the perk of this year is because they're pulsing us into it so we're six feet away from the party in front of us we have more time to appreciate instead of conga lining through a house Mm -hmm. but i think i want to say maybe trick-or-treat the trick-or-treat house that we had not too long ago was just beautiful because i love the movie and you Mm -hmm. walk in and you're just blasted with the smell of chocolate which is just fun for a fat kid and (laughs) just the (laughs) How how much attention to detail they put into it and how true they were to the film, I think was absolutely beautiful. So that's definitely I think one of my my top ones. But I mean I've found I found weird reasons to love all the houses, whether it's something stupid happened, like I wander into a boo hole, or <laughs> it's just visually stunning to look at. So but mm-hmm. I I think twenty five being my first year and one of the first houses I walked through, I think that one the anniversary of Mayhem House definitely stood out for me nice nice um yeah there's a bunch of houses that i i wish i could have uh seen walk through um we've mentioned the buffy house a bunch of times i would have loved to see the cabin in the woods house and really the walkthroughs uh that that vloggers have been posting now um really just started happening uh, in like heavy detail the past like three or four years anything older than that and it's harder to get those walkthroughs um and so a lot of these have just been lost you know uh which is i think honestly the worst part about you know uh, universal wanting to wanting to protect their their property and protect the uh the the sanctity of of it um i feel like on the last day or something of of every uh, Halloween Horror Nights, they should invite the vloggers to come out and do the walkthrough with like the best video equipment available just to like, you know, just for posterity reasons, you know, just to just to have a record of these of these houses that you're about to tear down. Um, 
I think would be really cool because it is unfortunate that like there, there are some houses there's not even pictures of. There's mm. just like kind of vague descriptions of them. Um, and, and that's unfortunate, I think. But uh, um, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of houses I, 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 I would love to uh, be able to see. Yeah. Um, I will say, I, I, you know, when I was talking about the comparison between Hollywood and Orlando, uh, the Ghostbusters house last year was like the one where <laughs> I watched the Orlando one and I was like, oh my God, this house is amazing. <laughs> this is incredible. And then I watched the Hollywood walkthrough and it was whew, wow. Um, cheap, small, <laughs> cheap, uh, not good. And it's so crazy because you would think it would be the opposite. But I guess everyone in Hollywood, if they could work on movies, they're working on movies and not in a theme park. Whereas in Orlando, that's not going to be the case necessarily. Um, you know, because if you're living in Florida, you don't have a whole lot of options to work on movies. So, you know, you have a lot of really talented people getting to work in these Orlando houses. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, cause I've, I've done both. And I, uh, we were, we were talking before I hated my experience in Hollywood, but mm-hmm. I think I, I don't, I mean, there's so much talent out there and there's so many people available to do these things. I don't think there's an, ex- I don't think there's an excuse for it. I was mm. so disappointed walking through, uh, I was the Roanoke house in Hollywood and we had in Orlando, we had American horror story and we covered three seasons, including Roanoke and Hollywood did just Roanoke. And I was so pumped for it. It was my first universal Hollywood house to walk through. And about halfway through, I was like, this, this is gar, this is garbage. And sure. There's a lot going on in Hollywood, but I mean, universal studios down here is an active, film lot we're constantly recording tv shows and movies and stuff down here and i think there is such a wealth of talent in the world that if you want to create a beautiful event you're going to be able to pull the people in because i know many out of work makeup artists that you know in pre-covid times that would have that are sitting there like i would love to come work on this and make this better i think it's just Mm -hmm. uh it's a lack of wanting to spend money out there and i don't know what the economy of a theme park looks like out out there but I I think they could do better. They just choose not to pay for it. I think yeah. it might be one of these weird chicken and egg situations where Hollywood has never done very as well as Florida did. So they're not right. willing to spend the money, but it's not going to do well until they're willing to spend the money. Right. Yeah. But I mean, at the, yeah, same, time, I mean... I, at the same time, people in Hollywood that have only gone to Hollywood are like, this is great. This is beautiful. I love it. And I'm just the rest of us in Orlando are like, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the the fact of the matter is like even you know when Halloween Horror Nights isn't around, Universal Hollywood sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I think it's it's basically par for the course out there. Um so or or up the hill, I guess. I can literally see the minion outside my window. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh peering over that building. Um but uh uh yeah, okay, so let's let, I want to talk about um building our own Halloween horror nights and what that would look like. Uh I I want to start with asking Josh about any rumors that he heard about what was going to be at 2020 before all of this happened in 2020 was essentially canceled. Do you remember what the rumors were for the, for, for the houses this year? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> I, 
But I now have to, I'm gonna have to stop and think for a second because there's the rumors and then there's stuff that was confirmed for me that I promised I would never talk about. So, oh. <laughs> um, but I mean, obviously, we were. I mean, we know we know at this point we were going to get a Beetlejuice house. That's become right. very apparent in the merchandise and even the tribute right. store. We we know it's sitting there waiting for us to enjoy. So that I think is kind of a huge given for us. Uh, Universal Monsters was we we weren't entirely sure what we were getting, but we knew we were getting Universal Monsters again because that house was so beautiful last year. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I'm I'm more recently excited about because I finally watched it is the Haunting of Hill House. There was talk of us getting that, which I interesting. At, I finally watched the show recently. And like I said, it takes a lot to scare me. And mm-hmm. that show, both on a psychological level mm-hmm. and an emotional level, it got me pretty good. Because there was one episode I remember texting my friend. I was like, this this hits way too close to home right now, and I am not having a good time. And I think the way that they visually designed that show in like all the, the ghosts kind of lurking in the background that you may or may not notice as you're watching it, mm-hmm. I think that was beautiful. And I think there was a lot of potential there. There was uh, talk of a sort of. I think I not to not to interrupt, but oh, I do want to talk about that for a second because I think one of the things that I've always wanted to see in a house is like every time I watch these walkthroughs, it's a lot of jump scares. I mean, mostly jump scares, and I think having a house where you just enter a room and it seems like there's nothing there. Until you see the thing that's just staring at you from the corner. Like, just a little more eerie than jump scares, I think, would be a really... I would love to see a house that had that vibe. And the idea of that maybe happening with Haunting of Hill House is is cool. But at the same time, I don't know that I trust halloween horror nights to not just fill it with jump scares of people doing like this weird move the 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 dance the 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 noodle the noodle arm dance uh at at people um which seems to be like the only move that any of their jump their jump scare actors do i think it would be i think it's too difficult because of the way that they need to move people through the houses because it's sure i mean this year being the exception it's typically that conga line through the house and right. it's part of the reason why I enjoy going through the houses multiple times is because I know I missed something. I know I missed a scare because the people in front of me, like either the people in front of me got it and the, the scare actor was timing it a little bit better. I think if we, they were able to truly pulse people through the house and give you that individual experience, they might be able to do that. And they've, they've had some rooms like I'm in, a, I believe it was actually the 25 years of Monsters and Mayhem house where it was just a bunch of mannequins of Jack the Clown, and I think only one of them was a real person. Oh, nice. They, you kind of learn through experience when you're walking through situations like that. You're like, look at the eyes, look at the hands. And I think that's still enough to freak you out because you're like looking mm-hmm. at everyone like, which one of you is real? Which one of you is real? Which one of you is real? Fuck, that one's real. Yeah. So I think it's possible, but I think not in the way that – because they're trying to pulse people through. There's a ton of people in line. They're trying to get the wait times down. It's, you know, it's Haunted Mansion. It's keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Right. And I, I would love I would love that. And I think we're getting that a little bit this year, but not not as much as I would enjoy. Sure, sure. Okay, so what was the what were the other houses that you'd heard rumors of? Uh, there was also um, a big rumor of The Conjuring finally coming to us this year, mm. which we were supposed to get. And this is a fun trivia fact for 
everyone. I want to say it was, I'm going to double check because I want to make sure I'm giving the right information. I believe it was 26, which, nope, 27. I'm, nope, just completely wrong. I believe it was 26. We were supposed to get a Conjuring House because we also got a Horrors of Bloom House and a lot of things got changed in the last minute. So we were supposed to get a conjuring house and it very quickly got turned into a vampire house because of some, the big, the rights problems that they were having with the estate of uh, the Warrens over the rights. Cause universal was in a huge battle with them. And hmm. we were also supposed to get in the, the horrors of bloom house house. It was supposed to be sinister Ouija and Annabelle and a last minute rights issue came through and we ended up with Sinister, The Purge and Insidious. And if you look, if you looked closely enough at the house, you saw what was supposed to be Annabelle. It was supposed to be Annabelle creation because you walk through one of the rooms and you're like, OK, this is this wants to be Insidious, but I see what's going on here. And uh-huh. one of the facades in the Purge section was quite obviously the staircase and the house from Ouija. So it was very interesting to look at. Um, but I would have been excited because Conjuring is one of the few movies that I, it was actually the second Conjuring that had a couple moments where I was like, oh, no, 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 while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. So I would have been excited to see what they could have done with that. And we are supposed to be getting a third Conjuring movie soon. So it, it plays well into what they typically try to do with IPs is to broadcast something that's about to come out, mm-hmm. which would have been a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, Candyman was another another rumor going around because uh, with Jordan Peele's Us, I think they did a, a phenomenal job out here because we had yeah. we had actual actresses of colors playing the parts instead of oh I said it and it's awkward. If you go back and look at Hollywood last year, they had white women in oh no yep uh-uh. yep yo <laughs> yikes the cringe. Wow. Yeah. Um, but we were we were very successful with Jordan Peele. I think that that house is beautiful. Us was another movie. There was a couple moments in that film that they translated into the house that really got me. The moment where all of the the tethered are standing at the end of the driveway, and then the little boy goes scurrying off, scared the crap out of me in the movie. <laughs> and as I'm walking through the house, I'm like, please don't be a scene. Please don't be a scene. And we turn the corner, and it's all of them standing at the end of the driveway. The little boy is missing, and I'm like oh, this is about to happen. And sure enough, he jumps out on your right. And I'm just like, no, nope, nope, keep walking. I'm not happy. Uh, <laughs> and I know we were, we were supposed to get a Candyman film this year, which is a, you know, a classic horror. And mm-hmm. I would have loved to see that. So that actually would have been a lot of fun. Um, for some reason, Gremlins was floating around as a rumor for a while. I'm not entirely Ooh. sure hmm. why, but why not? Because I, I think the biggest thing that people need to realize with the event and uh, Mike Ayo, who was the uh, creative director for the longest time and was moving on to Epic Universe, he actually tweeted it at one point. He's like, when you look at the event, because I think a lot of people were complaining about one of the IPs one year. They're like, this doesn't make sense. It's not scary. And it's like, you got to break it down. It's Halloween, horror, and then night, because that's when it happens. (laughs) And so you got to have to look at that. And I think Gremlins is more of a dark comedy movie to me but i think a a house would have been a lot of fun just because i know Mm -hmm. how well that they can recreate these these moments and how much attention to detail they put into it it would have been fun just to walk through for that sake and then of course kind of like the ghostbusters one in that case yeah and that had a few good moments in it but it was just i was just stunned walking into it and just the the visuals that we used especially here in orlando was just so Mm -hmm. much fun that i think it you know 
it, I'm okay with it not scaring me because this is just really beautiful and so much attention to detail went into it and so much love and care. And I think right. that's what people miss about the event and like don't get about the event in general is how much love and care goes into it. Cause I, I have enough friends that work it that I see what they go through during the year as they're fighting for these IPs, as they're fighting for more money to be able to create these things. Mm-hmm. And you have to appreciate it for that. And so, yeah. The, and even the original houses, we were rumored a couple of decent original houses. Um, we had a slaughter cinema a couple of years ago, which was a really fun house. And it was all original, like horror movies that they came up with and then created these situations for us. So we were mm-hmm. supposed to get um, something along those lines called the director's cut. And, but I mean, of course it's all speculation and rumors that you hear flying around. So who really knows? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely prefer the houses that are more about a vibe than about the jump scares. Cause I think they are able to put more care into them that way because they know the people are going to be paying attention because there's not going to be a jump scare to distract them. And so as you're going through it, it's, it's more of just this whole spooky Halloween vibe. And that I like that. I really like that. The houses that, that maintain that I think are the ones that are really special. Yeah. There's something um, to be said. We were walking through and you're like, Oh, this is a really nice, like stone texture. This faux finish they did here in this light, <laughs> yeah. is, you know, it's yeah. like, you, you guys, wait, wait a minute to jump out. I want to take this in for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, me walking through the houses. Yeah. It's like, I, yes, you look nice, but, and they hide so many Easter eggs yeah. in these houses that it's, we had a carnival graveyard a couple years ago was so much fun because they not only hid Halloween Horror Nights Easter eggs in there, but also, you know, long forgotten rides at Universal they had kind of scattered throughout. So dueling dragons, which they had shut down um, some jaws, disaster twister, and just walking through that house and they uh, fidget spinners from the bill and Ted show one year. And somebody told me that like, there's X number of fidget spinners in there. See if you can find them. And we ended up walking through that house so many times just to find the damn fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> All 69 of them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, uh, our task today of, uh, building our own Halloween Horror Nights, uh, requires us to come up with a, an icon or theme. I'll let it be either one. Uh, a, we need scare zones and we need haunts. We need houses. Uh, and so who wants to start? Let's, let's talk about, let's, let's go around and figure out, you know, if you have an idea for an icon or a theme, what, what are we thinking? So for a theme, I was uh, I have two big ideas for IP that I would like to use, uh, okay. and I don't know what y'all have uh, have in mind, but we've already done, so we've done two years worth of the eighties, and why not move yeah. that into the nineties? And I think my sure. two my two themes uh, my two ideas fit in the nineties perfectly. Okay, nineties. All right, I like that. Sure, Kyle, what do you think? Uh, I've just got a list of stuff I could go down, but oh, I, wow. I, I, yeah, I actually, this was one where I had to, I'm writing over myself and a bunch of stuff. I had two rules though. No clowns. Okay? <laughs> they're just, they're, they're played out and yeah. uh, no twisted fairy tales. Those are played okay, out. Good. So those yes. are my two rules. Uh, but as far as a, th- a theme, I'm just going to throw a word out there. Uh, survival. Survival. Because I think it kind of fits into 2020. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dark, <laughs> dark, yeah. um, but twisted. <laughs> which but not is, uh, the, so. is the brand yeah. <laughs> dark but twisted yes uh, <laughs> josh what do you think what would you have wanted from from a 2020 uh, theme or icon 
I, I think 2020 could just be the theme, and that's scary enough right there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's uh, true. I I mean, I'm a huge fan of classics. I think it would be fun to throw it back to the, the early horror days, because Universal, especially Universal, invented what we know is the horror movie. So I think going back to the, mm-hmm. you know, that those decades, the twenties through the fifties would be so much fun to go back and visit, you know, revisit like Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, the mummy, the invisible man. And even sure. if we, even if we pulled in the remake of the invisible man, that movie scared the pants off of me. It did yeah. a great job. And that would be a great house for those moments of, I'm not sure what's about to happen. Like, is he in the room or is he not? So, How would you even do that? Well, you'd rig up a room with stuff that moves around. Maybe you have to move through the room and then like drawers are opening or things are getting knocked over next to you. It could reset when the next group comes in. That'd be I don't cool. Know. Or, yeah. 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 <laughs> Somebody wearing like a big co- a covered costume that like looks like the wall and then yeah. they move away from the wall. <laughs> totally. If they just jerked a little bit, that'd probably set off some sort of lizard brain portion in your mind. I, th- I think that would actually work really well. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I, I like that idea. I like, uh, I like, uh, history and, and the classics. Do you, if, if we were to make the, the theme of this, uh, uh, sort of, uh, uh, about the classics, Brian, the ideas that you have for IP, do they fit into that mold? They do not. They do not. They're uh, no. not classic films. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love them. I mean, one's a film and one's actually a TV series, but you know. Oh. Uh, okay. I love these films, but they're not I wouldn't they're not l- largely considered classics. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh yeah, I mean, I I really like the idea of having an icon. Uh I just wish that there was a there was an icon that could bring all of these things together somehow. Uh I don't know what it is though. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh like uh maybe maybe like a like a professor or something like some kind of professor who's like you need to appreciate where all this came from as like, like a, a film studies teacher yeah like a film <laughs> studies teacher like an evil like a spooky evil you kids don't know about lillian gish let me tell yeah. you she was the silent era madonna uh, no. a pretentious film studies yeah. teacher. i mean if you're if you're going 90s you could pull in i think what was quintessential 90s for me pull in rl stein as your uh oh as your oh. icon you could have you know you, we've had the storyteller we have not had the author yeah that's cool the author that's pretty good i like that too i also thought in terms of 90s and people who appreciate the classics i thought about ghostface and getting the (laughs) the the voice of ghostface to be the icon all right so scott since you bring up ghostface yes i i assumed you would be on this track too yeah Uh, so my idea was a scream house yes and i i wanted I wanted a haunted house that is going to deconstruct haunted houses the way Scream has de- deconstructed <laughs> horror films. Okay. Okay. So are you uh, okay. thinking like, kind of like a comedy side to it? or Not, not necessarily comedy. Like, okay. yeah, there are going to be some moments that are funny, but just something that is is a haunted house that is aware it is a haunted house. Mm. And I don't know, some, something self-referential and meta I think yeah. would be really fun. So something that like explains the rules of haunted houses before you enter it right. and then and then breaks all of those rules. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's good because it sets an expectation in your mind of like, oh, okay, so these are the rules. And so let's look for these. And then it's literally diverting your attention because it's making you look at things where they're not going to be coming from or, or what have you. So there's a really cool opportunity to, to set that up in a way that would really work, I think. Exactly. Like all yeah. boo holes on the walls, but then the guy comes out of the roof. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Or there's an actual character who looks like somebody you in line and you think's gonna run over you the whole time trying to get out. <laughs> like a yeah. linebacker. Oh yeah, and then someone yeah. in your in your vicinity is the killer at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're in your group the whole time. They just pull uh, the voice record the voice thing out of their pocket. Surprise, yeah. Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm all for I'm all for a scream house. Um, I don't know about Ghostface as the icon necessarily, uh, but but I do think I think a, a scream house is uh, I think that's a really good move, especially with Scream Five coming out oh, yeah. next year. Ooh, I'm excited for that. I don't know. Hey, everybody, everybody on board for uh, scream house. I'm yeah. on weird because we were supposed to get one and we didn't. So I'm on board for it. Oh, really? oh, what year was that supposed to be? That was supposed to happen in 25. Wow. And it was um, what happened. I mean, this again, it's all rumors and speculation. Sure. Um, They at that point, they really wanted to be pimping the TV show. And Universal was like, no, we want to do the the movies because the TV show is garbage. And (laughs) they they never really got into um, a good licensing agreement on it. And so they were like, if we can't if we can't do the original, then we're not we're not going to. And I mean, at that point, the the film franchise had been dormant since 2011, I believe is when we got the last, when we got scream yep. four yep. and it was, I mean, it was a phenomenal movie. I, it was a great sequel. It was a lot better than three. And I think they probably could have done a really great job with it. But MTV was like, no, we want, we want to do the TV series. We it's, and we want to do the TV series with our ugly, stupid redesigned ghost face mask. Yeah. Because they couldn't get the rights from Paramount for the actual one or Ugh. mirror. Was it Miramax or Paramount? No, I can't remember. One of them. I think it was Miramax. Yeah. Because Paramount made the TV show. Okay. So, yeah. So, it was, they couldn't get it yeah. from Miramax. And, yeah. Oh, well. Awesome. Great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Okay. So, we got a Scream House. So, that's on the docket. All right. Perfect. Uh, Scream House. What uh, What else? What, what, what? What's another house that somebody wanted to do? What about you, Kyle? Okay, so are we sticking with '90s stuff here? Is that what we're going with? Are we going with the classics, or what's kind of the? <laughs> well, maybe we'll find. Here? Maybe we'll find the theme at the end. Maybe okay. let's pick the houses, and then we'll figure out what the theme is at the end. I'm gonna stick with kind of a '90s thing here, and we'll just we'll go from there. But I got just a list of stuff here. Um, Twin Peaks as a haunted house. Uh, okay. Is anybody a fan of the show? Anybody familiar with how it works? Yeah, yeah more yeah. or less. Is anyone familiar <laughs> with how it works? <laughs> yeah. Nobody. No one. Not even David. <laughs> he might be the only person. Uh, but Twin Peaks is it walks this line between like weird, quirky, and like straight up just like horrifying imagery. Uh, and I think that you could do something with going through the town of Twin Peaks and some of the iconic sets, the Double R Diner, uh, maybe ending up in the Black Lodge itself. Uh, mm-hmm. with maybe like Laura Palmer there screaming like she does in the show. Like, yeah. That would be a great room, like walking into that room and everyone's talking backwards like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. think that'd be pretty unnerving. Uh, and then maybe, you know, you're like going through the police station and the log lady keeps jumping out, like in, uh, like scaring you with her holding her pet log. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's some uh, some cool stuff. And that's a, a 90s show. And I think it uh, has very strong visual style. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's kind of it's not um, 
you know, it's not like bloody gory horror. So I think you could still sure. do a lot of shocking, uh, startling you stuff with it, but uh, I think it would be a little unconventional. So I'll just throw that it, out there. I, I will say, just to plus that up, I wonder if there's enough in Twin Peaks to warrant an entire house, like enough scenes in Twin Peaks to mm-hmm. warrant an entire house. Whereas I wonder if a Lynch house might be a better choice. A Lynch house could be really cool. I think if you take Twin Peaks as the three seasons and the movie, there's plenty in there you could deal with. And so okay. some really wild, wild stuff you could actually. I haven't to, seen all of it. Yeah, so. it's especially in this last season. They went like metaphysical and there's like demons and uh, these, oh, okay. these like guys who look like they're burned and stuff that are really scary. So but yeah. it's hard to explain if you haven't seen everything. But um, a Lynch house is a great idea because he has horrifying stuff in all of his movies. And I think you could yeah. go room to room and have like a blue velvet room. Right. Uh, you know, uh, an eraser head room. Eraser yeah. head would be fantastic yeah 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 um yeah i mean i'm 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 for that i don't know i think that's kind of cool josh what what ideas you have i thinking about 90s horror because you we got a little bit of a resurgence in the late 90s of horror movies but i think if you mm-hmm. look at the 90s as a whole we had a lot of stephen king and i think there's a lot of potential there yeah. i think even if you didn't want to dedicate you know a you know a house to just one movie you could just go through the the reign of Stephen King in the nineties with, you know, that's here. We got the mini series of it with Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. We, I believe we also got pet cemetery somewhere in the, in the nineties decade as well. So I think you could like just do the, the best of Stephen King and probably have an absolute blast with that. Cause that's we, true. we did have a shining house and it was great. I think it got a little bit repetitive and if we could have just done like full on like best of Stephen King and just have a 30 minute walk through house, it would have been phenomenal. Yeah, I think I think a Stephen King house uh, would be great. I don't think I don't think his best movies were in best adaptations were in the 90s. Um, so I would say just like a general Stephen King house would be probably a good move. Uh, and I also think that I think that younger uh, people coming to. Uh, uh, Halloween Horror Nights, seeing an It house would expect the movie and then getting the 90s miniseries might be off-putting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think that's a great idea. I think a Stephen King house is, is definitely uh, definitely a great idea. Um, I, uh, I, I, I really like the idea of let's see, if we're doing, if we're doing 90s, hmm... Man, '90s is uh, is an interesting decade for horror, to say the least. Because you've got you know things like you've got both Curse of Michael Myers and Halloween H two O, very different vibes. One is very culty. <laughs> uh, the other one is just a a, a, a rip off of an a, an homage. Um, <laughs> Thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. I and and yeah, and a movie that is not in continuity anymore. <laughs> which yeah. is I, yeah. the, the 90s was also home to Leprechaun. That's true. <laughs> That's true. A Leprechaun. Maybe Leprechaun is our icon. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Do you think Do you think Warwick Davis would show up for that? I mean, Absolutely. He, he, oh, he comes here all the time for Wizarding World stuff. I wouldn't put it past him at all. <laughs> would yeah. he be called a Leprechaun? Oh, oh get I'll out. show myself out. Bye, everyone. Yeah, bye. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Um... Oh man. Yeah, I I I there's a there's a lot of uh interesting 90s horror. Um I I mean, I Oh man. I don't know. I You know what? 
X Files house. There you Ooh, go. I yes. I think I think an X Files house would rule. Would absolutely rule. Oh, I would lo- like. Oh, I love just oh. the episode home. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God, no! <laughs> that's the one that would not be in there. That would. That's too much. That's too much. Yeah, that's, I would, I that's would, the extreme haunted house uh, yeah. room. <laughs> I would want it to be the monster of the week stuff. Ignore the yeah. Consp- like that's when it got old for me. But like monster of the week. Let's, yes. Oh, go. There were so many scary ones. Let's do it. Yes. All of the the monster of the week you get, you could get a, a, a you could like get a room where you walk into a, a, an extermination tent and they're like, there's the oh. guy dancing to share, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, and not to, not to, not for nothing, but like alien abduction is like a scary thing. Like it, mm-hmm. it like the idea of it is kind of scary and to actually present a, a room in this with an alien abduction scene. That's like, you know, actually scary um, would be really cool. I would say mostly, mo- definitely mostly Monster of the Week stuff, but having a, a room or two with some alien abduction creepiness, I think could be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think X-Files uh, would be a really, really cool uh, Halloween Horror Nights house. Um, what about an original house? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess we just have to like what what would okay. So what are we talking like long lost '90s movie that nobody ever saw or um, a maybe um, '90s or maybe that is just- maybe something. Oh yeah, maybe something that like leans into '90s nostalgia in some way. Like okay. yeah, uh, how about like a, a grunge band from Seattle? And the lead <laughs> singer was a serial killer and Ooh. nobody's seen him in a while and the mm. band's getting back together for a reunion and uh you're on the tour bus <laughs> i like that <laughs> some sort of grunge thing some sort of grunge like um concert uh like backstage thing maybe maybe so josh you were gonna say something i well, i'm trying i'm because i'm thinking it's like we this year one of the rumors was that we were going to get like a sort of music of billy eilish house and I'm thinking, you know, why not Marilyn Man- Marilyn Manson is terrifying. Mm. So why not like look at some of the visuals from his videos and kind of turn that into like a Marilyn Manson inspired nightmare house? I would ag- I would agree with that if if Marilyn Manson wasn't an abuser. Um, mm. I I don't want to give him a house. Okay, personally. so like a shock is there rocker. is there another person in the '90s we can use other than Marilyn Manson? I mean, because- we just boy bands in general. We can just boy bands. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that is the closest thing to a man- Marilyn Dude, Manson. <laughs> what about a boy band that sold their souls to Satan for success? Ooh, and ooh, I like that. Has come due. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Done. I like that. Done. I, I'm on yeah. board. That's there's our and you can bring in some artists to write some original music and oh boy, it's mm-hmm. gonna be terrifying. Yeah, that's really good. Uh another ooh, another another house that I think could theoretically be pretty fun. Uh definitely a throwback to the nineties, uh Mars Attacks. Mm. Oh, yeah. okay. A Mars Attacks house could be a lot of fun. And and give it that weird aesthetic, sort of like that weird fun thing, like he was talking about, the the Halloween part of it, of like um, of uh, uh, you know, uh, very similar to what they did last year with the um, uh, the the clown one. Yeah, killer uh, clowns. Yeah, killer clowns. Yeah, something really goofy and fun, but like with plenty of opportunity for jump scares. Um, and give it just a really different aesthetic than than all the other stuff uh, of the year. I think that could be pretty cool. I'm on board. That that was a yeah. fun movie. Yeah, 
Okay, I got another one here that it would come from the 90s, but I think it would probably work better in its 2016 reboot, but the video game Doom. Doom? Right. Familiar wow. with Doom? <laughs> yes. The yeah. game, yes. The movie, never saw it. No, well, that's... <laughs> talk about that. It's one of The Rock's lesser points. Uh, yeah, Doom, I think, uh, putting people in very small hallways with... I mean, it, it would have to... That's the, the metal, over-the-top, super gory house, but also kind of tongue-in-cheek, and it could be very humorous at the same time because it's mm. so obscene and, and it's over-the-top, uh, and it's very satanic. Which you know mm-hmm. the kids love. So um, <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, yeah, that's true. In, in general, I'm I am a little disappointed by the lack of uh, uh, video game representation in the parks. Um, and I don't know. There's enough horror video games. I know there's been like a Resident Evil house. Hasn't there been a Silent Hill house uh, at some point? Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good house too. That's all that one. Yeah, um, uh, that's cool. But there's got to be. Can can we do a Last of Us house? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not 90s, but I'd yeah, for that's it. true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see because I never got to see the Resident Evil house, but I would like to see a Resident Evil house based on the game as opposed to the movie because mm-hmm. sure the movies were fun, but not as a fan of the games. I I was missing a lot of what I wanted out of those films. So I think. Yeah, those are action movies, um, yeah. which the games are not action games. So it's a, it was a weird choice. <laughs> OK, yeah. uh, so we're talking about 90s. Uh, mm-hmm. How about this is going to lean more into the silly and fun uh, Halloween, but how about a Mario ghost house? Yeah. Mm, it, interesting. I, I know it's, it, it's not, it's not scary, scary, but you know, they've already got that Nintendo license. So <laughs> yeah, I, th- I th- mean, th- I, I would say, I would say, honestly, I, I mean, I think we've all, I, I you know, I, I know Brian and I have talked about this a lot. It's crazy to me that they have never done a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror House. That, that the was fact that that's never happened <laughs> is is honestly kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that could be really cool thing to do. Yeah, they have thirty one seasons of uh, Treehouse of Horror content. Like, yeah, you could you oh. could do something like the uh, the uh, what was the 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 uh, the the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a the great R- story. The R.L. <laughs> Stein books, the book series, Goosebumps, Goosebumps, Goosebumps yes. yes. Uh, the Goosebumps movies, like where, like you know, like they release all of the the monsters mm-hmm. from from that. Do that with the thirty one seasons of Treehouse of Horror. Sure, or do or do a best of. Do yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, all the greatest ones. Well, I and mean, we're talking nineties. That's when all the best Simpsons was anyway. That's so. exactly Goose why Stein. I was uh, that was my other pitch for those nineties themes. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror House. I I mean I think that's a slam dunk. I think it's difficult because you're talking about uh you know non face characters, just like a full house of non face characters. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's I don't know as long as you had enough leeway to work on it, I think there there would be a way to pull it off that could be really really cool and not as cheesy as whatever Hollywood would probably do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, I, uh, <laughs> something something just came to me and shoot this down immediately. Uh, but it's nineties. What about the crow? I like it. Okay, I, don't I know like what it. Else to do with I don't it. know. It's just the crow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what what what, what if, uh, scare zone? I would probably sc- I would probably scare zone that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. scare zone the crow. Oh yeah, should Treehouse of Horror be a scare zone? Oh, that maybe could be interesting because yeah, we yeah. got a, werewolf we know- Flanders going around. You could yeah. maybe do it like puppet style with the uh, like so it's not. So it's sort of a mix between the like an animatronic and uh, not necessarily an animatronic, but it's not a, a face character. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do like werewolf yeah, flanders think... or Homer walking around with an axe in the shinning. Yeah, right. just, yeah. Just purpose just purpose the Simpsons area because normally they just throw chainsaws in there, so why not? Oh yeah. That yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sold. Yeah. The scare okay, zone. Cool. Really so a tree also horror scare zone. Uh, a crow scare zone, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, going with the with in the same similar vibe to the crow, the craft. Yeah, is there yeah. is there is there room for the craft somewhere here? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. It, well, that kind of leans into something that kind of there's a there's sometimes a sexuality uh, in the kind of an undertone to some of these places, too. So if you've yeah. got like a lot of like, you know, uh, not scantily clad, but attractive women, people are going to be lining up to get their pictures taken with them and stuff like that. So that's true. I could see an area. So maybe like just that. walk around characters. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 But that's pretty much it. Like a bunch of hot Wiccan ladies walking around or something like yeah, that. That's true. Uh, yeah. Or so. it could be a very interesting stage show. Mm. OK. Yeah. 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 That's true. Maybe some magic element shown in. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about for a house arachnophobia, just to really mess people up? Oh yikes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be far I, away. I probably wouldn't go in. I, that'd be one house. I'd be like, nah, nah. I'm really, I'm really, really good with that. But that. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. I'm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea. It's nope, a great idea. Let's put it the in line. there, but not going in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's in there because I'll never go. <laughs> I mean, John Goodman will be there. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so all right. I, I got another one comes in at the end of the 90s, uh, but I can't believe they haven't done it yet. But the Blair Witch. Oh. oh. Hmm. I mean, it, it would mostly be you running through a fake forest, I think. With I, maybe... I, yeah. Well, I like the idea of a house that could be outside. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole the whole maze is kind of like built outside. Yeah, that could be kind of cool, theoretically. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like Hollywood that. Hollywood does that with the the terror tram, it's, right? It's partial walkthrough, and I think that was that was one of the things that I did twice while I was there, and it was a lot of like Camp Crystal Lake. I think that was so fun and original to not only experience it, but you're actually there, and since you're outside, you're like, mm, I'm I'm on board with this, so I. I'd be down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. I, I, I think that's a really cool idea. I like that. Uh, I say I say we do an outdoor uh, Blair Witch. Uh, that's that's Blair our scare Witch zone. One. Scare zone yeah. right there. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I don't know how where we'd put it or how we're building it, but this is all imaginary, so it's fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, okay, so Blair Witch scare zone. There's How many scare zones are there typically? Four? Uh... One, two, three, four. Yeah, four-ish. Because like I said, Simpsons usually just ends up being chainsaws. And then cool. one of <laughs> uh, one of the scare zone areas that we normally had, we no longer because it's the dump out for Fast and Furious Supercharged. And mm. I mean, that's scary right there. That could just be its own house. <laughs> that's true. Someone thought this was a good idea and it's terrifying. <laughs> So I think f- I think five five is probably a realistic number. I don't know what Hollywood was so they could have had scare zones and I wasn't paying attention because I was so angry the entire time I was there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, uh, man, Chucky's had a lot of houses, hasn't he? He's um, we've had we've had him a lot lately. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, because like if if I could if I could like sum up the whole aesthetic of Halloween Horror Nights in a single movie, it would probably be Bride of Chucky. I just feel like that's like 
it's like Halloween Horror Nights, the movie, because um, it's like kind of funny, but it's got that hot topic vibe and it's got a heavy metal soundtrack. Um, and it's, you know, pretty gory in like kind of a silly way. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the most <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights thing of all time. Uh, let's see. The only other thing that I can think of that was like very much like a 90s thing were like the Universal Horror remakes. Mm hmm. Bram that would happen. Dracula. Yeah, Bram Stoker's, Stoker's Dracula, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, etc. Um, is there a way to do? Should we do like a a, a uh, an original uh, uh, ha- uh, house that is sort of based around you know attempting to modernize those classics, the 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 Universal horror classics? Yeah, I mean, and you can just walk in walk into a room and have them playing Tom Cruise's The Mummy and problem solved. <laughs> yeah, pretty scary. Pretty scary. Um, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of what scared me in the 90s besides everything. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm on board with creating something around Goosebumps. I think that would, mm-hmm. that would be, a. I mean, those books got to me as a kid. I'm shocked that parents let us read them. Uh, yeah. So like, and I mean, if our if our icon is is R.L. Stein, why not create something new and gorish out of that? Like just R.L. Stein's nightmares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. An R.L. Stein house. I think that 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 tracks. Um, R.L. Stein's uh, nightmare house. Okay. Um. Uh. 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 Let's see. Uh. Uh, I don't know what the boy band house is called. It's okay. Sinister. Si- no, 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 no. Wait. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. You know how they always had numbers in the names. Frightening so, four. Frightening four. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna try to put six 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 in there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, spectacular six 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 or something like that. Oh, um, yikes! What about an interview with a vampire scare zone? Kind of like a bunch of foppish vampires walking around. <laughs> um. I don't think that would be for everybody, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I think that would be fun. Okay. I mean, I will say I've like some of the best scare zones of the past couple of years have been the vamp zones. We did vamp 55, vamp 85. Why not vamp mm. 95? Okay. Sure. <laughs> so, so you get your vampires. I just don't want Brad Pitt walking around. No, no, no. We couldn't <laughs> afford him anyway. <laughs> uh, you never know. Right now, no one's doing anything. That's we should probably get him. Right. All right. Um, are we missing anything? Should we do a Sleepy Hollow House? Yeah. Uh, I would just scare, scare zone it. Scare okay. zone Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Um, all right. Scare zone. All right. Sleepy Hollow. Because, I mean, if our, if our budget in reality is completely out the window, you can just have that headless horseman running around. No problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just that I, true. Not even a scare zone. Just have the headless horseman aimlessly circling the park throughout the night yeah how yeah. many people is that horse going to trample if he's going as fast <laughs> as he it's, should you know what? it's probably all the drunk idiots that are walking around trying to punch scare actors anyway so oh good yeah, yeah. car had it coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's uh here, here's an interesting one uh what would you guys think about a blade house i think it'd be awesome yeah yeah very 90s very 
definitely a, di- a slightly different vibe than a lot of the other houses we have. Um, I think that could be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot to there's a, there's an aesthetic to work off of. Oh yeah, there's a, there's, there's three movies. Um, you know, so I think I think Blade could be a pretty cool addition to this. Yeah. Uh, so, so far we have in scare zones, we have a trios of horror, the crow Blair, Witch, uh, vampire 95 and sleepy hollow. And in our houses, we have scream twin peaks or Lynch, uh, Stephen King, X files, Mars attacks, blade and RL Stein's nightmare house. That's a pretty good. Ho- that's a pretty good Halloween horror nights. I think. Yeah, I think so. Can- can I throw out one more house just because sure. I do like the combination of horror and comedy that they're able to do sometimes. Um, the frighteners, I think I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you'd make it a house, like what would work about it. But I like, I like the idea of having a house that's kind of like funny because when you go to these things, yeah. usually your response is that you're laughing after you get scared, you know? So well, like the, could... the, the, the serial killer guy though is the, is the scary part oh, of yeah, that. That's right. Of, yeah. of the frighteners. Yeah. yeah, the um, yeah. I, you know, I think, I think, I think the frighteners is cool. I, I also, but I don't know if the following behind the frighteners, because like, I love the frighteners. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably my favorite Peter Jackson movie, but I don't know that a lot of people remember it. Yeah. Uh, cause I'm constantly having to remind people that it exists. <laughs> so I mean, um, we... as much as I would want to go to that house, I don't know. We said that about trick or treat the year it came. And I mean, if I, it's, if you build it, they will come. And I mean, if you want to talk about if we want our event to make money that, you know, there's probably the weird cult following that would show up that normally would not come to the event. Yeah, that's true. All right. So, so I'll put the frighteners <laughs> on there. Um, so that means we have eight houses and five scare zones. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You get your money's yeah. worth if you're able to do it all. All right. And uh, so now with all of this, does this, what is, what is our, who, who is our uh, icon? What is our theme here? Is it just, you know, the, this, the, the spooky nineties thing? Uh, or do we have, are we using an icon? Are we using R.L. Stein? Are we using Ghostface? Did we just say we'd, we would have like the writer, the right, the, the author, the, author? Yeah. the, the author. author. Yeah. The author. Yeah. That's interesting though. I think it's interesting. We have a Stephen King house and an R.L. Stein house. Yeah, it's like oh, which yeah. one's the author? <laughs> I, well, then, then that's our 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 you know our ninth original house is the author's house, and it's uh, his writings all coming to life. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So I like you can, that. You can build a build a story around that, and you're you're walking through those all coming to life. So problem solved. <laughs> yeah, that's a. I think that's a great icon. So we'll do. So we have the author as our as our icon. Uh, to uh, the the Halloween Horror Nights 2020 that never existed. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive to theme park this. Yep. Um, all right. Awesome. Well, that was a, that was a lot of fun. I think I think it's you know Halloween Horror Nights is just such an interesting thing because they go so hard. Uh, they're the only place that goes that hard, um, and uh, it, I, I I can't help but respect them even if I don't I don't I don't love the vibe of it personally. I I, I still. I watch all the walkthroughs every year. I watch everything I can about it every year. So there must be something about it that I'm I'm really into. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm entertained by it, if nothing else. So, hey uh, uh, Scott, can I throw out some of my ideas real quick? I didn't get sure. To? Okay, yeah. so I'm just gonna throw this rapid style. Okay, Fright Night. Never had it before. They should do a Fright Night house. Uh, the Mothman. 
a scare zone just called Night of a Thousand Mummies. Uh, <laughs> a house based on the Rockwell music video, Someone's Watching You. Sleepy Hollow, we got to that. Scott, earlier you mentioned the Muppets have never done horror. I said maybe yeah. Meet the Feebles. Uh, yeah. the, earlier, yeah. he's saying earlier as if I said this on the podcast. I'm sorry, yeah, on Facebook on you posted this and I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about it, yeah. said it to people. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, a house based specifically on the Winterfell episode of Game of Thrones, uh, which was a horror <laughs> show if you actually watched it. Um, but I think it, it, it would make a it would make a fun uh, uh, episode. And then uh, this is just one of my original ideas here, like we were talking about earlier. Um, the president has come down with a sickness, and they inject him full of some sort of new serum to save his life. Zombie president, and he's walking through the White House, and you have to get out of the White House. So I don't know. It's like uh, a hypothetical idea that'll probably never happen. But you know, anyway. Um, yeah, that's my last idea. So. Jesus, there's yeah <laughs> I. I don't think there's enough reality. I don't think I'd be able to buy into that. I mean, the I president know, yeah. coming down with a disease, like yeah. you think he'd be smarter than that. Here, here's the thing, Kyle, you're editing this. And so if you have to delete all of this <laughs> <laughs> because of events that happen a month from now, yeah. that's your problem. Well, that's I'm on gonna, you. I'm going to throw this part up on the Patreon. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, oh, you could just make a Plague Inc. house because that's what I feel like this is at this point. If you've played the game, the the headlines lately just feel like Plague Inc. Oh, the president of the United States has come down with an illness. Hmm. <laughs> I've succeeded. Very, very interesting. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, uh, this was this was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, th- thanks, Josh, for joining us. Of course. Um, do you have uh, stuff to to plug or talk about? Where can people find you? Oh, I mean, you can find my podcast, The Millennial Agenda. You can listen to it wherever you're listening to this. Please feel free. Uh, you can find me on a Instagram at Avoiding Neverland and my blog, AvoidingNeverland.com. And if you're feeling really, really frisky, you can purchase my book, You're Doing It Wrong, a mixtape memoir available on the Amazon. All right. Awesome. Uh, go do all of those things, everyone. And uh, we will we will be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, make sure that you support us on Patreon. If you're not doing that already, that's duelinggenre.com slash support, where uh, you'll you'll get all of our uh, fast pass and retheme this episodes. We've got a really cool retheme this going out on Halloween uh, that I think is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, make sure that you are subscribed to our Patreon so that you can uh, listen to that episode when it comes out. Um, that is again, duelinggenre.com slash support, and we will, uh, be back in a couple of weeks, uh, with a, uh, another episode of theme park. This thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.